on 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk. The front of the Irish Times makes you think about when you last saw a Garda checkpoint because they say the number of alcohol breath tests carried out at Garda checkpoints has dropped by more than half compared with pre-pandemic levels, while the number of Gardaí assigned to roads policing is at its lowest level since 2017. The headline, Garda drink driving checks down by half on pre-pandemic levels. The last time I was at a checkpoint and had to breathe into the bag was probably, I'd say, 10 years ago. Uh, And obviously, road safety, a big issue right now. So kind of concerning that the number of Gardaí working on roads policing is at its lowest level in six years. The Irish Times has done analysis of enforcement figures, and they show that far fewer motorists are being caught using mobile phones, while speeding detections by the Garda are much lower compared with the pandemic period when traffic volume plummeted. Now, if you're a regular user of the N7, you'll see that everyone nearly is on their phones. They're texting, they're doing whatever on their phones, but we're not catching these people. So uh, it's kind of concerning there. Uh, And as the Irish Times says, news of these trends emerges at a time of concern over increasing road deaths. So that's the front of the Irish Times. It also has fears of war on two fronts as Israel masses near Gaza. And it seems it's when rather than if that Israel will launch this uh, offensive on Gaza. The Irish Daily Mail pressure mounts on Donnelly over health budget. As we heard, Tony O'Brien from the HSE will be on News Talk Breakfast. He was the former head of the HSE. And Health Minister Stephen Donnelly, according to the Mail, is accused of losing control of his department amid suggestions of a no-confidence vote as the boss of the HSE, Bernard Gloucester, says the state has massively underfunded the sector. Uh, And it seems like... There's going to be a no-confidence vote. Uh, Bernard Gloucester has slammed Budget 2024, claiming that €22.5 billion will not be enough to run the health service. Uh, Mental Health Minister Mary Butler has said she was disappointed and concerned over the budget there. So we'll see what happens with health, but it's dominating the front pages since the budget was announced on Tuesday. The Irish Independent has uh, news of another Fianna Fáil minister. This time it is... um, uh, is it Eamon Ryan? Sorry, it's not, it's not Fianna Fáil. I assumed it was housing. It's Eamon Ryan of the Greens, minister in row with port over land for hundreds of homes. Uh, this is a row or some tension between Dublin Port and Minister Eamon Ryan. And Dublin Port is resisting pressure from the Land Development Agency and Eamon Ryan to give up its car compound. Minister Ryan said that the 10-acre site should be housing people, not cars. And Dublin Port is dismissing the idea, saying the compound is needed to hold the 110,000 cars imported over the year here. So it's a row over a car park, essentially, at Dublin Port. The Average Daily Mirror, five killed in road crashes, as I said last Monday, and it's now the same this Monday again. Uh, It's like the old days of the 90s, where you turn on the news on a... Sunday morning and you hear of people losing their lives. It seems to be every weekend five people killed during a weekend of carnage on Irish roads following collisions in Louth, Limerick, Kerry, Waterford and Roscommon. So it's affecting the whole country and of course we had the news that Declan Nurney's drummer Chris Bradley died after a gig. He was described as a magnificent drummer uh, and an even better colleague and friend, and also I know people are very upset by Joe Drennan's death, who was 21 at a bus stop in Limerick on Friday night when he was killed uh, and described as a very talented young journalist there. So just another awful weekend 
on our roads. Now, two of the papers go back to the rugby on Saturday night because we didn't have enough about it over the weekend and are upset over Ireland losing. The Irish Sun and the Irish Daily Star both go with the same headline, You're Still the Best Dad. That's on the front of the Sun and the Star. Uh, The Star saying Johnny Sexton was told you're still the best dad by his son Luca after Ireland were knocked out of the Rugby World Cup on Saturday. And of course now we know Johnny Sexton is set to hang up his boots and there's lots of coverage in today's papers. Probably a bit late for yesterday's papers to get much reaction to the game. So it's in all of the papers uh, today and lovely photographs and things like that. Irish people disappointed but very proud of the team. Uh, I wouldn't be known for watching rugby matches. I did watch it but more importantly I watched the France-South Africa game last night. The most incredible game I've ever seen and I couldn't go to bed because certainly you couldn't switch off after half time uh, just incredible ended one point difference there and uh, that's a real showcase now of South Africa's skill when it comes to it beating France by a point and it looks like now what do I know but it looks like it'll be South Africa and New Zealand in the uh, final also the Irish Independent looking at how the Irish splashed out when they were in France um, suspending by hopeful Irish fans in France soared last month these are new figures out from AIB this morning which show that the AIB customers who went to France during the rugby spent 51% more there in September than the same month last year. So they're spending a fortune in France more than they would in Ireland. Uh, and this month's spending figure by AIB customers is certain to decline. They reckon now, obviously, we're out of the rugby. More rugby fans aged 25 to 34 made the journey to France, but those aged 55 to 64 spent more money when they were over there. And back on home turf, Irish fans who went to the pub to watch Ireland's group stage clashes also saw spending surge. So there's a lot about that. Shock horror, men spent more than women in the pub last month and men spent 87% more uh, than September last year as well. The biggest day for spending was on September 23rd when Ireland beat South Africa. Now, interesting one in the mail uh, talking about ticket touts. And remember, this was a huge story, people being ripped off. We brought in legislation to crack down on ticket touts. So the laws have been brought in two years ago but they haven't led to a single prosecution. In 2021, the Sale of Tickets Bill, also known as the Ticket House Bill, was enacted in a blaze of publicity. But John Drennan writes here, two years after its passage through the houses of the Oireachtas, there hasn't been a single prosecution. But despite that, Minister Simon Coveney says the laws are working very well. Uh, Elsewhere, the Irish Times, looking at the school commute, And not everyone is walking or cycling to school. It's actually just a third of children are actively commuting to school by walking or cycling. So this means the majority of students are in a car or a bus getting to school and the vast majority of pupils aren't getting enough daily exercise. Just one in five primary students and one in ten second level students take the WHO recommended level of physical activity with parents' heavy reliance on car commutes for school journeys an important contributing factor. So not a lot of children walking or cycling to school. There's an estate near us and every morning it's clogged with cars. And actually that's unfair to cars because 
It's in Nace. We're not in the middle of the country here, but everyone has these big, huge SUVs dropping their children nearly into the classroom. Like they're abandoning cars on roundabouts. And you do sort of think some of those could certainly walk or cycle. They don't all need to be in the back of their big Range Rover or BMW X5 or whatever. Final story comes from The Telegraph. The latest film to be cancelled is Love Actually. Uh, Well, it's Richard Curtis, the director of Love Actually. He's promised never again to make fat jokes in his work after being taken to task by his daughter. Richard Curtis's daughter was interviewing him at some uh, festival and he says he now feels bad about lines in his films which are no longer funny. Films here like Four Weddings and a Funeral, Notting Hill, Love Actually and also I forgot he created Blackadder as well. So in particular they're taking aim at Love Actually. Uh, back in 2003 and looking at Martine McCutcheon's character, Natalie, who was the tea lady at number 10. Now, if you remember that film, her father calls her Plumpy. Martine McCutcheon, obviously absolutely stunning, but she was called Plumpy in the film. An aide to the Prime Minister, Hugh Grant, calls her the chubby girl and also had a pretty sizable backside. And Natalie tells the Prime Minister that her boyfriend has just dumped her because no one's going to fancy a girl with thighs the size of big tree trunks. And now Richard Curtis says he regrets all of that and he won't be making fat jokes again. Just looking there, though, 2003 was when Love Actually came out. That was the worst time for young women uh, and body image. And I know some of them in their 30s now who I would know say it was absolutely toxic time because you were just coming out of, um, do you remember this thing, heroin chic and uh, Kate Moss when you're supposed to look sort of really, really skinny and sort of emaciated looking. Uh, I remember the, seeing the video recently of Chris Evans weighing Victoria Beckham. I think after she gave birth to her son, got out the weighing scales live on television, asking her to see what weight she was. And then think of Bridget Jones as well and the depiction of her as being sort of fat and frumpy. So uh, 2000s, early 2000s, a pretty toxic time. Richard Curtis is promising he won't be doing that again. Anyway, those are the stories in the papers. On 106 to 108 FM and Newstalk.com. This, this is Newstalk.